Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're just three fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today's episode took place on March 25th of the year 2001. And it is episode six of season two. See, was that a little mm. bit better this time, guys? Really? 2001? That, it was. It, you're, you still sound like a kindergarten teacher, but it's 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 getting better. Step in the it's right getting a little okay. bit better. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I do have a little game for us. It's a little guessing game for today's fun facts because it okay. was, in fact, Ooh, the 73rd Academy Awards. This was the year 2001. Which movie do you think won Best Picture? Oh, God. That's I a good question. A yeah, give me a clue. I Years years. I don't do too well. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to say Crash. No. Wait, hold on, Fuck. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it? Oh no, that was 1999. I was gonna say The Matrix. I'm two years. All right, off. so give us, give uh, us a clue. I have no idea. Is a clue. Are you not impressed? Are you not impressed? Gladiator. It's Are you not entertained? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Are you not, Are you not impressed? impressed? Whatever. Dude, when I said I was gonna give the clue, I knew that I was saying it in my head, but I couldn't actually think of the actual line. I'm like, I'm going for it. I'm committing. It is what it is. I knew it was something like that. But uh, then, who do you think won the best actor? Oh, best actor. Uh, would that have been Denzel Washington? No. Training game. You already had the first clue. Oh, is, did Russell Crowe win for that? Yeah. That is yeah. fucking bizarre. That movie does not age as well as I remember it having aged. And, and the, oh, it's so good. The, and the best actress was about a lawyer. Could you guess who that might have been? Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah. I was just wow, gonna... spot on. There good, you go. Sandra Bullock. See, here's the thing. And you I, know what? I have face blindness towards Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts, so I specifically didn't say which actress it was. I <laughs> honestly can't tell the difference. It's a weird thing I have. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're well, right. It's... Now that I'm... Oh, fuck. I never realized Yeah, that. right? <laughs> I remember this was day I, I actually right? saw... <laughs> I went and saw in theaters because I remember I missed the Academy Awards to see it. It was my. It went on to be my favorite movie of all time, and I actually saw it in theaters on this actual day. I know for a fact uh, the movie Blow. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey boys, yeah. speaking I was of the on movies. A date. Speaking. Of, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your your story there. I was just going to say, Whatever. speaking of the just, movies, just spit it I out, just, Chris. What I was going to say, I was you know, on a date with you know a young love, like <laughs> you know, I was going to shout out her name. Hopefully, I could rekindle things, you know. But whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. Just move past me. This is all about jackass, apparently. Well, about my did you? Life. Did you try to sneak in a uh, full-size stilt into the theater in your pants and pass it off as a really, really large penis? Because uh, I'll tell you something about this episode, season two, episode six. Johnny Knoxville sure snuck in a stilt, didn't he? Right into the intro. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. What is he, what is he doing true. on stilts? I'm wondering. I hope they come into play later is all I can say. And we'll find out on this episode of Jackass. Ooh, what a tease. What Ooh. a tease. That sounds, like that. that sounds like we got to play the theme music again. Do we have to play the theme music again? <laughs> I think I we have to wrong. do another drop there, yeah. Ah, fuck. Well, we come out of the credits and boys, crank up. You know what? Get Bust out the calendars. Get the, get the cameras ready. We're doing a bit of a... Uh, we're going to the fire hall. We're going to see some sexy firemen uh, getting naked. And straddling a fire hose, which they're going to pump up and <laughs> shoot directly at our friend Johnny Knoxville today. I don't know why uh, 
I don't like. I don't know why you would want to do this because he, he's the the firefighter says right out of the gate. It's like being punched. Yeah, they're just punching them, keep punching them. And I believe them. This is a fire hose. They're designed for they're designed for efficiency. Uh, we've got Mr. Mark. Oh, you're the one, Fisher here, and uh, he's got his hose ready. He's gonna fuck them up. Now, here's the thing. Johnny's basically just in a back alley, nowhere to run, right? So even if he wanted to get away from the stream of water, he's essentially fucked. There's a couple times when he's getting sprayed where he says afterwards he was trying to tell them to stop, and he just couldn't get the words out because the pressure's so high. It's funny to watch, but you kind of feel bad for him because he's pretty helpless the whole time. Yeah, it looks it looks miserable. I do love Mark Fisher, though, and I also had a note of him. Oh, you're the one like this. He had such vibes of like the typical person who's just like, okay, you think you're going to make a joke of this thing? I'm going to fuck you up so hard. And he does like he does not pull any punches, especially when you factor in the fact that the uh, that the 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 hose hits like a punch. Um, it, it, it this one looked incredibly painful um or i thought it was going to be johnny just handled it incredibly well like i was very very surprised with with how long he took it especially when you see like how badly jeff tremaine handles it afterwards and good on him for for standing in the in the firing line literally but uh but it it kind of showed how tough johnny was being this whole time the best part about this to me was that it you could tell it hurt so bad that johnny was trying to like turn his back towards the water but the pressure so high it was literally spinning him (laughs) forward again like he couldn't even stand that way it would shoot him back and he was getting pelted in the face again and those firemen you know they had this glimmer in their eyes they were happy new york firefighters little did they know six months from now 9-11 oh wow their happiness for it stop bringing it down (laughs) hey christ listen the, they, they're yeah, gonna have they, tortured so if you if you shot this six months later their eyes would have just been just full of horror. thousand mile stare yeah you yeah. know what though yeah. there was nothing but joy in these firefighters eyes and as Tremaine is standing it. on the sidelines telling them giving them direction on where to aim it like when he says get him in the face oh. without even any hesitation they're aiming right at his head they don't give a fuck it is hilarious because you would think the firefighters would be you know trying to be careful trying to protect them because they know what they're dealing with here but they're just having a great time with it. And I love seeing that. It was it was unexpected. It was I couldn't believe that Tremaine yelled, get him in the face. A, and you're right. The fact that they followed suit, like, where's the safety supervisor? Like, what what kind of ragtag fire outlet is this place? Like some budget firefighters from gangs of New York or some shit. Like these are the guys <laughs> it's like who straight really, out of the show rescue me. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like oh, it. Oh fuck, yeah. Trying to show up early to to the to the fires and try to undercut the other firefighters, yeah. take credit yeah. for their work. Yeah. Did, did anyone notice? <laughs> how Johnny started off this sketch wearing pants and the power of the thing turned his pants into shorts. <laughs> like oh, it just, he saw a little shred on the bottom and then by like, by, by the time he was on the bicycle and he made that hilarious laugh right before he got pelted, like, <laughs> like right before he got pelted by it on the bicycle. But you notice he had shorts, oh, his pants turned into shorts. Oh, that's from the so funny. Impact. I did. Speaking of how his 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 shorts evolved, I did love how this this stunt evolved. You know, the pain was was one thing, but they're like, let's try to get more creative. I think to to a varying degree of success. You know, when they're spraying uh, Johnny in the office chair and on the bike and this and that, I I kind of expected a little bit more. 
and you can tell they were they were reaching a little bit like maybe they realized it wasn't going to be enough just on its own um but i like the i like the effort i like that they tried it uh, to me the funniest yeah. part though was was johnny just getting straight up blasted and then jeff tremaine getting blasted and saying that he thinks his <laughs> dick may be gone after it like it oh my right god <laughs> yeah the skateboard destruction oh my god he's on the skateboard for like two seconds as soon as that thing hits him this the the board is gone and he's he's landed in a very you know, unfortunate position because he's basically taint to the hose. Oh. And I was just thinking as he's getting sprayed, that guy's balls are going to get fucking hit with that. And oh. like, imagine just getting punched in the balls repeatedly. That's essentially what he just did. He's not wearing a cup, right? So well, I was more I, concerned. Oh. Uh, you you mentioned, Jay, that he was after he got hit on the, the skateboard, he was uh, taint to the hose. And that's just kind of uh, how I find myself most Saturday nights. My taint is facing the hose. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. You take I can advantage tell by the uproarious uh, laughter. Yeah, how good that one was. But but you uh, know, I was just trying to envision it. <laughs> I went, I went for a three point pointer. You got the rebound, but uh, okay, I'll take at it the, at the at the other end of the court. Someone slipped on a banana peel, and the crowd was paying attention to that guy, <laughs> and they missed your you know moment of truth. That's all. That's all. Well, speaking but of hey. three pointers, why don't we give this one a pointer out of ten? Doesn't have to be sure. three though. It can be whatever we want. Uh, what, uh, Chris? Why don't you start us off? Give us the honors. Eight out of ten. Nice. I loved it. It was funny. They were having a good time. Everything I said before, I got a lot of laughs, and it was simple. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Hey, I want to know, what are newspapers made out of in the year 2001? Because when he was sitting there on that chair and they blasted him, that thing came out in one piece. So much for his (laughs) pants, but somehow the newspaper survived? (laughs) That's true. What the fuck is that? That's true. This was a lot of fun. I give it a solid seven out of ten. Enjoyed it. Ah, amazing. I'm uh, I'm right there with you, Jam. Give me a 9 minus 1 minus 1 for a 7. Eh. I was going to say too soon because it's, you know, the anniversary is coming up, <laughs> and I also don't want to date this podcast. It's just a it's just a black hole. Let's not go there. That's fair. Um, hey, no, my hey, 911 is not 911. Mine is like 911 as in calling the cops. That's can well, I please be careful. <laughs> when we got ketamine I Chris over I here making comments, oh. I got to I got I just got to assume you know, you guys are related. I yeah, don't who know. knows? Maybe we're both uh, we're both uh, uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel there. God knows our parents <laughs> did when they had us. So yeah. Hey, speaking of black holes, how about a toilet on a skateboard <laughs> with Dave England? That looks like fun. Actually, I would love to do that. I love that he committed to, and he was pants at the ankles, just shitting. You know, hanging dong, baby, hanging dong, hanging dong, hanging dong. But uh, hey, I said earlier in the episode that uh, you could pass your stilts off for a giant dick but uh this next stunt is nothing but a dick measuring contest i would say it's stilt boxing uh man it's exactly what it sounds like you got two competitors in this case it's steve-o uh and his moniker is the one that makes the girls say oh against Ryan, i'm almost done red corner versus blue corner baby only one can come out on top. Get your gloves on, step into your stilts, and let's fucking do this. Dunn actually lands the first punch. Mikey, were you surprised to see that? I was I was actually surprised <laughs> to see this. Uh and, and listen, guys, I'm coming around on Ryan Dunn. So this is like we're we're in his his uh his early days of, of his good stuff. So yes, I was kind of rooting for Steve O, but not because I was rooting against Ryan Dunn. It's because yeah, Steve O's yeah. like a circus performer. Like he should he should have this one in the bag. I don't know how he's letting Ryan Dunn land a single thing. Uh, but Dunn clearly gets the better of him in this one. And uh and it it's it's impressive though, because 
you would think like early Ryan Dunn would throw a couple punches, fall once, and then maybe pretend that he broke his leg or something or like scratched himself and be like, I can't do it. I broke my tailbone, whatever, whatever. Uh, but he keeps going <laughs> and Steve-O keeps going. This one's like there's a, a, a few good rounds. Um, yeah. I would say, though, that the the biggest distraction of this one to me, and it's kind of similar to human bowling, Deco is, you know, I, lo- I know we love Deco, but his performances as the announcer have been a little bit tried, I think. They haven't really gotten you think? I, I really like this one with him. Do you I really? thought he was spot on. I thought he was hilarious. I thought he played the, the, the part perfectly for this one. The last one's not so much, but I'm kind of surprised he said that. Fair. He had Fair. a couple moments that were funny, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I still, I, I had my money on Steve. Actually, you know what? I want to, I want to go back to that for a second. When was the last okay. time in a stunt we saw Deco get hurt? Is this just a point in Jackass where he's like, guys, I'll do, I'll show up, I'll do an impression, I'll announce something, but I'm not getting myself hurt anymore? Yeah, yeah, he's a hype man. That's yeah. what he is. I don't yeah. think he's there to get hurt because he was in CKY again, though. though. In CKY, he would, you know, he'd be in the in the 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 shopping carts and things like that. It's like he's almost been like, no, I've been there, I've seen it. I'm going to step back a little bit, which you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. He he made the call. That's 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 his prerogative. Maybe he's got with, with ruptured discs. I- you know, like Chris. Well, I couldn't He's believe that. Um, like number one, like you're saying, I thought Steve-O would be a shoe in Like you could tell, though, he has his balance. Certain circumstances, yeah. he was able to kind of joke away and do certain things. But yeah. what I was thinking about the whole time is this is so much more dangerous than people realize. Oh, yeah. like, if someone did connect, it's if you if you're standing on your own two feet and someone knocks you out and you fall awkwardly, you could easily die. People don't realize that. Add stilts to the equation. I'm 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 happy that no one fully got knocked out because that could have been a very very bad fall. It could have been bad. I do think though that like it's kind of like fighting in hockey. Like you don't have your feet, so it's really <laughs> hard to land a powerful punch. And if you notice, Jay, I know you would have picked up on this, Mister Soundmaster, that you are. Uh, oh, I was going to mention the sound. In the this sound one, effects yeah. do a it's lot beautiful. to add power yeah, it, it's to some the ASMR the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not not just the punches though, Mikey. You're right. They they dubbed in some punches, but what I really enjoyed was the squeaking of the stilts in between punches. Oh. <laughs> that is some That's ASMR amazing. shit right there. Go back and listen to that. It's it's strangely relaxing and comforting. Jay, as as an audio file, ASMR, tell us what it stands for. I don't fucking know and I don't care. <laughs> Because ASMR videos are fucking stupid. Yeah, I said it. Oh, I, I can't believe people make money on YouTube Chris, doing that shit. Chris, you know it, and I know it. He's fucking. He is just protesting a little bit too much on this one. Jay, the, yeah. the reason. Okay, I have. I have a channel that's just all fart sounds. What do you want? <laughs> I Put a microphone in my ass, and I, I eat a lot of chili, and I just go to town. I knew it's it. Great. I knew it. So sound effects and stilts aside, and and maybe some soft punches. Uh, the the Actually, crowd, if you want. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not important. I don't know why I'm, I'm uh, expanding on this idea here. Maybe just because it's so profound. But uh, best microphone to put in your ass if you have to is a shotgun microphone. Whoa. You got it's skinny. So if you know you're new to it, you can judge. <laughs> you know, you don't have to gape, but you also have a lot of length. So you, you know, if you're liking the experience, you still you got a ways to go. You know, you got a lot of ways mm. up the pole to go. I find something like a dynamic uh, microphone, like your standard, you know, stage mic. Yeah. The ball on the end is just too much right out of the gate. Then by the time you get it all the way in there, it's just you know too skinny. The pleasures are gone. So Jay, I can't, uh, I can't believe you derailed this to tell me right. something that clearly I already know. 
Clearly, I already yeah. know that the well, mi- the microphone you want to start with is the shotgun mic up the at. Like as though I, I haven't just, done I this before. A little bit. As though yeah. I haven't done any of this. Come on, look at look at my face. You think I'm the guy who isn't lonely enough to test a microphone here and there? Yeah, yeah, but have you ever tried a wireless mic? I have one in there that hasn't come out since 2004. (laughs) Ran out of batteries 10 years ago. (laughs) It's like the Mars rover. Every so often you get a signal from it and it goes live out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So do you guys want to give this one a rating out uh, out of 10? Let's do it. Actually, right. my question would be, what is it hooked up to still? That's the funny question. Hey, look, we there's, get energy from food. Just a rogue Who's to say that this doesn't get uh, energy world. from food as well? Yeah, well, there's a rogue stereo system out there in the world that has a direct line <laughs> to my asshole and my colon. And every now and then, someone might be like, is someone squishing grapes out there? What is that? Do you hear that? <laughs> what a sound. Are you making wine? What is that? That's almost onomatopoeic. I don't I don't like the, 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 the concept yeah. of squishing grapes. What have grapes I done out. to this podcast? I'm sorry. Please, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up. You guys both go. You know what? Why don't you Why don't you uh, pivot us, Jay, by giving us your review? You can, you can save us that one. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. All righty. Well, I got to say one thing about this because we got way off track. Uh, speaking of sound bites, did anybody notice... Did anybody notice here that this whole time, this whole fight, Ryan Dunn, he's fucking Disco Inferno. I can't even talk. He's fucking Disco Inferno over there with these sick burns one after the other. I, I oh. swear to God. And like I'm insults. totally being yeah, sarcastic because yeah, yeah. they're all fucking terrible. I think the first thing he says is, why does my face taste like your girlfriend's chapstick? And uh, in round four, he opens it up with, uh, your dad's got a big package. Ryan Dunn, you got to work on your trash talk. Buddy. Yeah, I don't it's, know, the uh, worst part about it is he clearly would have had to think about this beforehand because he starts the round with a new little quip every time and they, they suck. They really suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, but hey, um, speaking of things that are bad, I don't think this is like a top tier jackass stunt or sketch. I would say for me personally... I just enjoyed the sound effects, man. I know that sounds really fucking stupid, but there was a lot of silliness going on. But the <laughs> boxing itself, eh, didn't do it for me. The reactions, though. One thing we didn't mention is they get everybody on camera after to say who they thought should have won. I, I say Steve-O won. Done won. For sure, done won. Done. Steve-O. Um, that was kind of cool to get a yeah. shot of everybody who was there because the whole crew's there. Um, but overall, nothing special for me. Five and a half. Five and a half? Chris, what about you? Uh, I'm going with a six out of ten. Nice, yeah, I'm there as well. I'm six out of ten on this one. Just didn't didn't do much beyond the premise. I only like that people were having fun with it. There you go. And uh, speaking of having lots of fun, uh, this is the exact opposite of that. I would never. <laughs> I think one of the things that I think would just be a terrible fucking experience is to find yourself unironically in a straight jacket. Oh would my you god! Boys, agree with that. The, oh the, my god! Here's the shitty thing about like like any time any time there's a, a concept of like this person is crazy. You think about how quickly like you spiral into becoming crazy. It's you know I we talk about it all the time on my other podcast, the retrograde, where it's like as soon as you say I'm not crazy, immediately you're crazy, and as soon as someone tells <laughs> you you're crazy, you start like you you there's no way to act normal after that. And if you're in a straitjacket and you get that weird panicky claustrophobia, and you're trying to like tear that off. No thank you. No thank you. When when I was when I was a kid, that like it was like around Halloween, and my mom got like a Popeye the Sailor costume. Oh my god! And I tried to put it on. And it got, I got stuck in it and I fucking lost my mind. Like I was like, I, it was the biggest moment of panic I've ever had at that point. They're all laughing so hard. I'm like, get this fucking thing off me. 
And I know Mikey, everyone in the family always laughs about that every time. Yeah, because you were wearing a fucking Popeye costume, Chris. It Like, how could we not laugh? We should say, though, the reason we're talking about straight jackets is because the upcoming sketch is uh, Bam dressed as a patient from a men- mental institution escaping from a van. Transport Mr. Margera to uh, another mental institution. Uh, and and we're, yeah. we're comparing our thoughts on, on it, whether we would... They picked a perfect person. Bam, Bam like, yeah. could sell being crazy so perfectly with all his weird flails, his weird movements. Like, he was the right person for this well, sketch. Well, if t- I saw it, that shit... It turns out he was the right person for the sketch because... It kind of oh, was wow. a little bit truth telling, wasn't what it? What a low blow! It's not. Mike, not did you true. just take all the CKY guys? <laughs> what a fucking low blow, man! It's but he's fell on some hard times, and you want to call him a fucking lunatic? It's not, right. not true. Enough. I just don't. Enough, I just don't see what you're saying, Mikey. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah, why don't you elaborate on that, Mikey? Okay. Is, my, is mental illness a joke to you? No, it's something I live with every day. So yes, I can joke about it. Yeah, that's the one thing I'll take. People are like, Mikey, you can't joke about suicide. I'm like, it's a struggle not to commit suicide every day of my life. I can joke about it if I fucking want to. Back the fuck up. True. I I think there's other concepts like that. <laughs> um, did you guys, co- concept, concept aside, did you guys like the way that this one played out at all? Yeah, I did. Oh, really? I, I thought I, I thought the dad when he walks out. Oh, that was just good. quickly that was closes closes the door on the kids. Um, then you see the lady around after being like, oh, you know, yeah. you get the gossip people, and you know, it's probably a small <laughs> town. So, uh, as much as maybe there could have been some more and some more interactions, I felt they got quality out of the ones that they that they did do. It wasn't over the top, and it seemed like realistic. It wasn't like it was very obvious that the people really thought this was actually going on opposed yeah. to an over the top prank. So I kind of like that. Well, the dad who goes to his yeah, kid totally. and just like whispers, like get in the car, Go, get the car. like immediately just get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, man, dude, if I lived Expert. in a small town, I'd be back at my house so fast sitting with my shotgun <laughs> yeah. waiting yeah. until I heard on the news on my flip on my little AM radio until I found out that the lunatic was back in the loony bin. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it's great just to see them park this big white van at a convenience store and just, you know, just raise hell like that. I do agree, the turtleneck dad there, uh, style of the year right there, he gets points, extra points for style. Expert move, though, get in the van, hide your kids, hide your wife. Uh, it's, God, that's a fucking old reference, got to feel way I out like of that. touch. That's they raise everybody out here. Well, of course you like it, you're old, you're older than I am. We are old on gotta, this, that's why we know jackass. Yeah, I got to entertain the kids, you know? We got to bring the kids into this shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, I I also, I like the the high production values. They have Crazy Train as a song in this. That's pretty big. That's Jackass becoming big, right? They must have spent some money. Had to have spent some money, yeah. Yeah. So let's spend but, uh, some uh, some rating dollars on this one out of ten. What are you gonna? What, what? Let's say you have ten dollars to spend on a sketch. How many of those ten dollars are you gonna lay down on this one? I refuse to partake in your weird analogy. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm giving it a six point nine out of ten, and not dollars. A six point nine <laughs> rating points out of ten. <laughs> Chris taking a stand here on the jackass. Yeah, podcast. I just had to fuck with Mikey. You know, he comes <laughs> up with an idea. I got to shoot him down. That's yeah. Chris, Chris, notorious improv partner. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. just shutting you down. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, I don't know if I got to give it a rating. It's it was all right. I, I like the concept, but uh, this does this is it just me or does this feel like one of those things that they could have did more with? And I feel like they kind of didn't think it through all the way. Yeah. It kind of felt like that. So for that, I'll probably just yeah, I'm not going to go higher than five. Five's my my number. 
I'm I'm going even one lower than that. I'm going a four. I think this one had so much potential and a couple good reactions, but not as a result of the sketch being that great or them leaning into it. It just kind of was what it was, and it fell a bit flat to me. Speaking of falling flat, you better duck and cover because Steve-O is about to get run over by an airboat. <laughs> God damn. And- Hi, I'm Steve-O, and I'm about to get run over by an airboat. This was weird because I had to rewind this. It happens so fucking fast. He backflips <laughs> into the water. He's in the water. The boat goes over him, and on the way, you hear him bump his head. But this, it feels like it takes two seconds because he just kind of, he's, there's Steve-O, and then boat comes, boop, oh, he's gone. And then he emerges on the other side, and it's like, well, that was it? That's the stunt? It's, uh, they play. It's crazy that he did emerge on the other side, though. This one yeah, was fucking bonkers. I wouldn't I mean, even go like they in got the water prop, in the though, first right? place. In the no, water. no. That's a stunt in itself. Yeah. You're, you're, in, you're in the freaking Everglades there, clearly. Like, there's crocodiles, or no, alligators, they don't have crocodiles out there, but like turtles and snakes. Fucking snakes, man. But so um, if it was yeah, if there was a crazy. prop in the water, though, what would have happened? It would have been backflipping in the water. Steve-O smiles, bumps his head, red cloud of mist out Ooh. the back of the boat. <laughs> that would have been the sketch. So Ooh. luckily they did. Yeah, it really the, fuck with the, the, the tourists in the boat. That would have been hilarious. They actually pranked the people in the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good. That's a good idea, Chit. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, what twenty years too late, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, moving on, though, we've got more Jackass to cover here. This is something that uh, I had high hopes for. It's blindfolded blindfolded skateboarding with Danger Aaron. I'm Danger Aaron, and this is blindfolded skateboarding. Uh, not to say that it's bad, but I think it gets off to a bit of a slow start. So it's pretty self-explanatory, uh, and you've really got to watch out when you're blindfolded skateboarding because grass and leaves are now a serious hazard, <laughs> apparently. That took him out within a couple seconds. Uh, the thing I like about this is he's crawling around on his hands and knees trying to find the deck and, you know, no peakies, of course, and they're giving him directions. Go straight, Aaron. Straight, straight. He starts to trust the, the uh, crew. Next thing you know, they're telling him... Don't go left, don't go right, just go straight, okay? ...into a sewer grate, which he, he bails on. <laughs> um, but I think the next part of it is where it really ramps up. Chris, hey, you pun are... intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. Chris, you're a skater, so uh, when Danger Aaron got up on this top of this vert ramp and he said... I'm going to drop in on this ramp that has four feet of vert. That's not it how you like say it, is it? looks like more than four feet to me. Is that I, how you that, say that, looked, though? Is that like... No. That sounded pretty, no. like, broken uh, skater English to me when he said, yeah, I'm going to drop just, in on this ramp with four even, feet of vert, you know? I've never even heard of them referred to that, but when I seen him at the top of that, that is just... Like, I couldn't give anybody more credit for having yeah. the balls to yep. do something like that. That is, Like, if you're woken up in the middle of the night and your eyes haven't fully adjusted and you have to go to the bathroom and it's so scary just walking, <laughs> imagine dropping off a fucking vert ramp. Like, like there, oh, I could not believe he did that. I have him all the credit in the world for that. Especially after, like, right off the jump. They, they sewered him, literally. <laughs> and they made him hit the sewer. And they just, the trust was gone and he decides to keep on going. Like, this maybe it depends how you look at this. I thought it was pretty impressive, but... Just the, I, I I couldn't imagine doing this. A lot of credit to him this, for this one. This one felt like it could have been so good. This one felt like it could have been one of the best. Like it, there's it, there's comedy in it. The concept's hilarious. There's an, a ton of danger. Then you get a crowd of kids watching, which is fucking hilarious. And danger's great with the kids. Um, he oh, gets them all to yeah. say safety for like that's really funny. You know what this always is? wear protection. Yeah, yeah. You know what this is missing? Music. There's no music. There's no track. There's nothing. It's yeah. like, it feels like there was something missing on the cutting room floor of this one uh, that really did take away a little bit of the uh, of the uh, uh, the overall feel of it. I don't know. It just it just it felt like a little bit less fun than it could have been. Uh, but otherwise, I, I had a pretty good time with it. 
Yeah, totally. I think that's I, I'm good to to move on. If you guys are, I think that uh, with something like this, you you know, I appreciate the finale, but like I said, because I feel like it was slow to start, um, I'm not gonna go as high. I'm probably gonna go with a six point nine out of ten though, because that vert drop was pretty pretty impressive. For, yeah, you know, having yeah. the guts to do it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a straight seven on this one. I think I I like I like Aaron's guts on it. Uh, you know, he just fucking commits to the bit, and it's not him being bullied. He's a part of the team. This this one was fun for me. It's a seven. Yeah, I'm I'm going way higher than that. I'm going oh, an nice. eight and a half. It was just mind boggling what he was able to do and having the balls to fully commit to that. You also had the comedy with the kids and making all the jokes. It. Like, maybe there could have been some more things, and I, I agree with you, Mikey, some music might have been nice on there, but just off the sheer fear and danger factor and how well he committed to it, 100%, I got to go an eight and a half, yeah. eight and I, a half out of I'm 10. glad someone went that high, because this is, this is a great one. And this next one is, man, this guy is getting a lot of screen time in the past couple episodes. Preston Lacey joins us once again. Hi, I'm Preston. This is a human raft. For the human raft. He's really... You know, he's finding, he's coming into his own with this, I'm becoming inanimate objects thing, because uh, first it was a wrecking ball, then it was a bowling ball, now he's a raft. They've basically taken out a huge roll of that industrial-sized bubble wrap, and they're just wrapping them. But already before the stunt begins, you know, I'm sitting on on the edge of my seat kind of going, ah, you know, how long till this guy gets upset about something? Yeah, I'll give him credit, he did pretty good, but already out of the gate, He's like, just roll me over already. Like when they're wrapping him, like he's getting impatient. You yeah, can tell. Yeah. He's not having a good time already. Um, but they basically, he jumps into the pond and then it's Wee Man jumping on top of him with a paddle in hand and he's just rowing him like a boat. And uh, it's actually, actually is pretty a funny visual. Like it actually surprised yeah. me that I, I started laughing when I saw it the first time. The visual um, is fucking hilarious. As soon as yeah. I saw Wee Man, I literally, I said out loud, I said, Please let him ride him. Like I was, like I was asking, <laughs> begging for my my child's life. Please let yeah. him ride him. Like I was so giddy when we even got onto him. I was like, this is just perfect. I couldn't fucking believe Preston Lacey floated in there. I don't care how much bubble. Like yeah, it, it blew oh my, my mind that this worked. Of all the Dude, stunts yes. that Jackass has set up that have just failed arbitrarily and that's become the stunt i expected him to just go in and sink and the stunt was going to be them trying to get him out before he drowns but yeah, no, yeah. this one ended up just being wholesome and a lot of fun it worked yeah, way I, better than it had any right to quite yes frankly yeah this it's funny because we've been going on over the past few episodes about how sick we are not how sick but how boring and dull these we man uh preston kind of interstitial type things have been going it's been the same type of thing and just when we're kind of giving up on this this one was by far the best one. It was just the visual, like you guys said, it was amazing. Wee Man like looked like he fit so yeah. perfectly yeah. on the situation. It was like it was like meant to be. It was just so like happy and jolly. Finally, like you know, Preston didn't freak out. It was all great visual. You know, they had the girls in the end at the hot tub or the mom and the daughter, which was kind of strange. To be completely <laughs> yeah, honest. it really. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't love that. Come on, it's my mother advising. Get on. Yeah, mom. <laughs> telling you to get on and die. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. just love this. I just love this one. It was nice to finally get to see uh, a redemption for these two in this type of situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I just agree. like that they tried a variety of positions too. You got uh, doggy style, and then you got <laughs> Wee Man sitting cowgirl for a while there. Um, and you're right. There's that girl in the hot tub. They just jump in with her and her mom, and this isn't a big hot tub. Like they're like right up in their business. And uh, the strange part is, is that the mom tells the girl to get on there and ride him. 
Like yeah. this is the mom saying it to the girl, and she even comments that to the camera. And boys, now we've all been on Pornhub, so I'm sure that line exists somewhere in that sticky database of content. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, mother I, I, and daughter just having having a having a day out of the hot tub, and uh, oh, who is this fine young gentleman? I'm just saying, I'd recommend enhancing your viewing experience uh, with captions on. Yeah, on definitely Pornhub. search uh, human raft. Depth, definitely search Subs human raft on Pornhub. It's got to be a thing. I I was just more impressed. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the mom in this hot tub was one of the moms that signed her kid up to kick Johnny in the nuts in episode one of this season. Oh, oh wow, that's a nice fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Is that actually a fun fact? That's not a real No, fun it's fact. not, of course, but she has that vibe of like, oh, there's a camera around? Okay, I'm going to whore my kids out for a second. Well, what, what I'm thinking is like, there's honestly no better feeling than when like, you know, you're laying in bed and a girl's on top in the riding position and it's just, when it just works, it just feels so comfortable and so nice. And I'm like, when, when, when Preston flips on his back, it just looked like like uh, we man fit so perfectly. Like I wonder, even not from a sexual reason, if you just got like a comfort boner, just because it just felt so right. Like it would have had to feel so nice. His nice little stumpy legs, and just everything just locked in very nice. Like he definitely got a boner and was thanking that he had so much bubble wrap to protect that, not let the guys know. Yeah, let him let him live. I'm good with it. I I, I, I I had one watching it. That was pretty good. I, I'd rate it. Uh, I, you got you guys want to go into a rating on this one? Sure. Yeah. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. I'm going to lay the gauntlet down because I don't know what you guys thought about this one, but I actually, like you said, Jay, think it had no business being as funny as it was. I'm giving this one an 8.5 out of 10. Oh, that's oh, nice. Wow. I like higher than I thought. Yeah, um, as much as it was my favorite one that they did, I, it was nice to finally see that, like, uh, you know, one that I actually enjoyed with Wee Man and Preston. It was, I got a lot of laughs. It's a good visual. Uh, but it, there wasn't much to it as much as I enjoyed it, so I can't go that as high as you, Mikey, but I'm going with a 7. Okay, fair. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. There's a couple couple moments, a couple surprises, you know, laughs you didn't think you were going to have. So I'm not going to go quite as high as you guys on it. I did enjoy it, but I'm probably just hovering around a five and a half for this one. Oh, wow, okay. Nice. Yeah. All right, boys, and we move on to something that I never thought we would ever see again. Because if you remember, before I reveal this one, <laughs> the initial one for the three of us here, we all said it was a failure. We all said that they could have did it better and I think because Ryan Dunn was in it, Mikey was especially hard on it. But believe it or not, the Jackass crew must must have shared that sentiment because Slingshot Part 2 is here. I'm Ryan Dunn, and this is the Slingshot Redemption. They're trying to do it one more time. Now, just in case you've forgotten, back in Season 1, they tied up like a... Uh, a slingshot to a, a like a haggard tree outside of some dirty river, and they were trying to basically slingshot Dunn off the bank <laughs> into the river, and it just did not work. And he was not committing. Uh, it was a rough time, a rough watch. But this time, thank God, because it seems like they refined it. I mean, the trick this time is they know they're using the, the skate ramp. You know, this is the perfect way to get some speed. And not only that, they've got a chair with wheels on the ramp. Seems like they've reinforced the bands. They're ready to go this time. Uh, you've got everybody there, Knoxville, Steve-O, Wee Man, the whole crew, and they're all doing it with Ryan Dunn too, which is really cool. Everyone's getting in on it. Um, now, the thing that I found really interesting about this is the whole slingshot segment doesn't really last long. It cuts away relatively quickly after a few attempts, and then it's Bam Margera on camera telling us that Ryan Dunn is about to get tarred and feathered. <laughs> <laughs> and boys, if you've ever wondered what betrayal looks like, <laughs> there it is. 
I loved the tarring and feathering. I just loved this whole uh, stint of the slingshots part two, the f- tarring, feathering, and part three. I think we talk about them all yeah. as one because they, section, they yeah. really do fit together. Uh, part three is more about Pontius as his uh, Chief Roberts uh, going off on the hobby horse, uh, which I actually did prefer more than Slingshot 2, but Slingshot 2 with Ryan Dunn and then like Johnny Knoxville joins in when it, it it's clear that he wasn't supposed to be doing it. He just wanted to have some fun with it. And guys, like moment of this episode is Wee Man just getting shot into oblivion. He got fucking annihilated <laughs> on this Slingshot. He, like, <laughs> this, <laughs> he just got like... It was yeah. like in into the 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 uh, the stratosphere. It was it was it was really funny to watch him uh, as well. Uh, and you know what? At least they got some uh, they got some movement and they got some 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 uh, positive attempts on this one. Of the of the guys who took the slingshot, do you guys have a favorite? Yeah, um, Dunn's commitment at the very beginning was really strong, but Chief Roberts definitely takes the cake. And the thing that I loved the most wasn't necessarily the final product of the slingshot. It was the most jackass thing ever is all the guys using their dumbass brains to try and make some stupid idea work. And they were really yeah. committed this time. They tried everything. They're, oh, lean forward. Well, if I lean forward, it's going to be like this. Okay, lean back. Well, then I'm going to flip over this yeah, way. That's, that's why you got to lean forward like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, don't go. Hey. Hold on, let me adjust the wiener. Don't be all right. Wait, them just trying to work it out, trial and error, like redneck fashion. It was just, <laughs> I, it, was, it was fun to watch, you know? And Pontius, yeah. Pontius was so eager for it to work. Like he was, he was. Pontius wasn't he, in this. It was uh, Pontius was Chief was, Roberts. Uh, Chief, no, no, there's it was Chief oh. Roberts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. it's like wrestling, Mikey. You don't. There's there's, right, there's like no. five guys that look like hard. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's like when Mick Foley comes out. Is Mick one day Mick Foley did Dude Love, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, and Mankind in the same sketch. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Those were three different people. I don't exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's great. Well, well, look, Chief Roberts is uh, he's the Geronimo of our era then. And that's what he was yelling as he was going off that slingshot because he really (laughs) wanted to fucking see that thing work. And he stuck with it in spite of the fact that he took a couple pretty close calls. He had a couple close calls. I think like the amount of attempts they did, too, because they did uh, they did four before they really figured out, Okay, this is going to be the one. Uh, I think attempt two was my favorite because right before they launch, Pontius yells, wait, wait, let me adjust my wiener, which is yeah. great. <laughs> like that's, you know, going to make a difference, but I love it. Um, I, and then, and then I don't want to move past completely the tarring and feathering. Cause that was, right. that was fucking really funny. Oh, it was yeah. really, really funny. Ryan Dunn, I like it couldn't have been actual tar. Maybe it was just black paint or something. I don't know what would that have been. I don't know. But man. it had a decent amount of stick to it, but, and he and he took it like a champ. Yeah, tarred and feathered. <laughs> I thought this only went on in Bugs Bunny. Cartoons. It looks like a like a confused seagull or something. Like it's just all that feathers and the the tar. It's like he he got into a, it. Looks like he got into <laughs> like a, a bird fight, and then you know. It's just he. There's a. There's actually a clip in the end credits of him in public, still tarred and feathered, and people are just kind of walking yes. by. I'm like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Yeah, he's he's Great. in he's in like a convenience store, tarred and feathered, yeah. and someone looks at him and he looks at the person like, what? Like, I have no idea what's going on. It's great. Like that could have been a sketch in and of itself. I almost like that more than antiquing because it's just so fucking ridiculous. And like, here's the thing: is when you have tar and feathers all over you, if you get upset it's that much more funny. Like you have to take it like a champ. Otherwise 
you're just playing into it and you're going to get even more taken advantage of. Yeah, it looks like a good day down at the beach. It does. Uh, do you guys want to give this one a, a rating out of out of 10? Let's do it. And this is going to be for Slingshot 2, Tar and Feather, and Slingshot 3 as a package. You can't get one without the other. Yeah, it's a nice little sandwich. Two slingshots and some some tar right in the middle there. A little Oreo <laughs> a little cookie bit of tar. For you. Jay, why don't you start us off on this uh, one? I think it was a fun time because, as Chris mentioned, it is fascinating to watch these guys work um, in a group and they're verbalizing every step of the process to try to make this a well-oiled machine attempt after attempt. I enjoyed that part the most. So uh, just for getting one of those genuine jackass crew moments, I'm going to give it a little bit of a higher one and go with uh, probably a seven on that one. I, I enjoyed it. It, uh, it was pretty good. Nice. Chris, what about you? I'm also going with a seven. Um, it had all the things that I liked. It would have been higher if there was some more extravagant uh, crescendo at the end. But seven out of ten. <laughs> what? I thought it was so smart. There. If there I was fucking some wanna... more extravagant crescendo, I do believe this one would have been the fa- most fantastic of them hey, all. You're such a fucking hater. I came. I stole the word that you want to use, and now you're all bitter about it. That's exactly what the fuck happened. Grow up. No, gu- Grow up. Guys, I, guess I think what? you were just... I think you were just looking for a rising crust pizza at the end. <laughs> rising crust. Crescendo. Crustendo. Crescendo Come on. It was a brand of rising crust. Oh, fuck you guys. Fine. That was a good one. Oh, that was, was a good wait, one. Was Crescendo actually a brand of pizza? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Unfortunately. So that was good. I, but I'm just. I made it Chris, funny. Chris and everybody. I are, uh, are too dumb to pick up on it. Um, but guys, guess what? We're making history here because this doesn't happen very often. Are we? I'm also giving this one a seven. Wow. Oh, Bring up the bells. What is this, a slot machine? And then we got the jackpot because we got three sevens? Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry to correct you there, Mikey, but actually, back if you go back to Jackass Season 1, Episode 5, <laughs> you will see that in the poo dive, we also gave it a seven across the board. Ooh. Well, okay, so we didn't make oh, history, but we uh, paid homage to that time that we did make history. So that's pretty uh, substantial. I just wanted to be one of those, you know, nerds. Yeah, fucking you Bill, Nye, Bill Nye the science guy over know. here pulling out the mathematician fucking yeah. statistical analogies. We 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 get those listeners a, a lot. The, it, like, With all his no, fucking book learning. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing Chris hates. It's book learning. I know, I know. I don't fucking like it at all. Here's a question, Chris. Does book learning make you angry enough to amputate a man? because that's what happened of course to dave it england. does <laughs> that's what happened to dave england here he's playing uh which i don't know if that should be funny but again it's jackass i don't know it's a guy with one leg and they're doing one leg uh jokes so dave england's going he's got a gimmick knee uh to you know appear like it's it's you could clearly see it in some shots that he's just got it tucked behind and it's like not hidden well at all no. but uh yeah, he's he's basically going out into public and he's doing things like playing tennis. He's riding a pogo stick. I think where this really starts to get interesting, though, is when he goes to buy roller skates. Yes. Which that he says, it. I don't need two of them. So maybe he just charged me half price. You know, he's just trying to crack jokes, get a rise out of people. But I think, uh, you know, he goes in there and he's trying to get out of the store after purchasing the rollerblade. And he's got a crutch on one side and then he's got his <laughs> rollerblade on his leg on the other people are like you know up against the walls giving the guy room to get out of there he takes one step and falls on his ass better better than that is the slow he's slow like he has no control he has he has one leg it's on a roller skate and he's got 
like a, a crutch thing with him. And he starts to go towards a group of old women who don't know what to do. They're just like deer in headlights. Uh, and, uh, and, and he's rolling towards them and he doesn't know how to bail even cause he's only got one leg. And I know, yeah. I know it doesn't look great because his legs just like tucked behind him inside of his jeans with his jeans cut off, but that would hurt so bad falling on that thing. Uh, and he does in the first thing he falls on that knee. And this is a moment I noticed whenever you have a cut of Dave England, he always just looks like he's in so much pain. Why does he always look like he's in that much pain? What happened to him? Like his face is always like, oh, oh, I hurt my knee. You know what I mean? Like he's always looks like he's about to cry. Uh, and, and I don't know why I think someone needs to give that dude a hug. <laughs> Yeah, it's an emotionally scarring experience. Some of the stunts he does. I love those outfits you know? that the old ladies are wearing. Yeah. Like that, like, it's like that, You're there's like a whole out, culture eh? of old ladies that just like rock those like fuchsia colored like track suits with yeah. those like white sneakers. I feel like, it's I feel like from Florida. Dave England yeah. would wear those in a sketch as a joke. Like it, it feels like that's yeah. going to make an appearance at some point. I got to say though, uh, I think what this sketch was missing was how great would it have been if uh, after Dave England fell over on the sidewalk there in front of the old ladies, if like a real life amputee, a guy with one leg came by and been like, fucking amateur, figure it out already. <laughs> Jesus it was missing that, yeah. <laughs> or or he finds that amputee and that amputee also only has one rollerblade and then they spend the rest of their lives just holding hands rollerblading down the street using each other as support. Oh, that'd be cute. And getting discounts, saving money. It's all about saving money. <laughs> I think that uh, at the end of the day, um, it's like you could tell by people's reactions on the street that like they knew he was just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It, it didn't like some certain jackass stunts that we watch where they try to play something off on people. This was one of the ones where it kind of just, yeah, it didn't have enough. It wasn't like take like the early daddy baby where everyone's rushing to the baby's aid and they're concerned and freaked out. This was just kind of like everyone was like, look at that idiot. Like, you know, I think they picked up on it pretty quick. Yeah, you know, yeah, Yeah. they picked up on it. So let's move past it and and just keep it in mind as as Dave England, I think on the uptick in terms of showing his personality, but not quite uh, what we got out of him in the first season. Yeah, Uh, this episode ends on a very strange (laughs) note. I'm not sure what to make of this. Uh, This is the last a pre-credits uh, shot that we get. Right now, my friend is going to get rid of a blackhead that's been pestering him. Like a tube of toothpaste worth of cream comes out of this thing. Not even joking. Uh, it's Johnny Knoxville's friend. They don't uh, give him a credit, and he's blurred out his face. But, uh, yeah, you, you get a, a, a really shitty encore for this concert. I have I've thought about that, like, since I saw it the first time. Like, to this day... Like way more often than I should. Like it, it comes into my head. Like honestly, in a monthly basis for the past like ten or twenty years. Like Chris, I think about wait, it what? all the time. I literally have a, a note. Like, shit, I literally have a note. Yeah, it's written stuck down. with me like deep. I literally have a note written down that says I think about this once a week, and I do. I this sketch, <laughs> it's no sketch in Jackass history, what the fuck has stuck with, with me guys? as much as this one. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Oh, God. For the ten inch tail. <laughs> yeah. I seriously, I don't know what it is. I think about this all the time. I've always, I've always tried to, to, to uh, uh, bust out a blackhead and, and have it be that long. I've had, I've had some long ones, but not nowhere near that. Yeah, that's a weird one. Busted I don't know why. It's funny that you're the same as me, Mike. I guess it runs in the family. Weird shit just sticks with us. <laughs> yeah, but I know. I've literally can't stop thinking. I've never stopped thinking about that. Well, we're gonna take that as fact and move on to the credits. You guys are 
you're an interesting bunch, but uh, <laughs> I don't know who who better to do this podcast with. Let's take this one home. Credits roll. We do see a couple interesting things. Uh, Bam's straight jacket is a bit too tight, so he's kind of like, you know, complaining that his boys are, are a little uh, too squished. You ever guys ever have it where like your pants are just a little bit too tight or you got a wedge going and you get like a little separation, you know, separation anxiety between uh, uh, Charlie and Daniel. I don't know what you guys <laughs> named your balls, but you ever get that? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's kind of what I was picturing. So it's like a straight jacket for his balls, you know? I That sounds terrifying, first of all. I hate the idea yeah. of it. Um, yeah. And I hope I never have to figure out, hey, you know what would be worse is, is if your balls were in that situation and then someone calls you crazy and you say, I'm not crazy, but you look crazy. Everything would be the most uncomfortable it's ever been from that point forward. <laughs> Taking this episode out, uh, Ryan Dunn, tarred and feathered, feathered in public, as we already mentioned. That's just, that's, that's a great shot. I just can't get enough of that. Love I had it. to mention it again. It's fucking beautiful uh that takes us to the end of another episode of jackass though uh this one i don't know boys what are your overall impressions of this one i feel like it was a little up and down it had some really high highs like with the fire hose and the um you know like the the drop on the vert ramp but i feel like there was i don't know yeah it felt a little bit felt a little bit lukewarm to me it had a couple good moments i wasn't really laughing out loud all that often but it did have some iconic stunts um, you know, I, I think, I think there's more in the tank. I think they, I think they can, it, it just, it felt like everything was there, but not special. You know, it, nothing was terrible, but nothing got to that like peak jackass thing, except for the blackhead sketch, obviously. Right. Right. 10 out of 10, <laughs> as we discussed. And, uh, hopefully you found this episode to be a straight 10 out of a 10 as always. If you want to follow us on social media and check out what the fuck we're doing, that's at jackassed pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we did a question of the week for the first time in the podcast history. Uh, and we did get a couple responses. So I think before we take the show away here, let's, uh, let's reveal, uh, just for a refresher here, the question of the week last week was, what is the most nefarious or strange place you've ever taken a number two? Mikey, you had uh, one of our responses on Twitter. You want to start with that one? Yeah, a uh, good friend of the show, Aaron Omar, at One More Omar on Twitter. Uh, hit him up. He's always been uh, very vocal and active in our community. He says, at Jackass Pod, that's us. Okay, guys, the setting is Afghanistan. Uh, and when I first read that, I'm like, I don't know if I want to read anymore. There's a lot going on there right now, uh, but this is not a political <laughs> post. Uh, okay, right. guys, the setting is Afghanistan. We're 10 months in, and I had just started running missions with combat engineers. We stop for a quick code yellow, and nature starts calling me. It turns out where we'd stopped was not the quote-unquote nicest of neighborhoods. The only safe and secure way to handle the situation was for me to poop right in the middle of the road with God and everyone watching oh, me. I'm talking full battle vest and gear weapon across my lap defecating in the middle of the fucking oh road my God. what a day it was Jesus wow yeah that's something yeah i think that just took the poo cake right there well yeah. done sir i that's an answer i uh, talk about a uh, uh improvised explosive device he's got one shooting at his <laughs> weapon next <laughs> oh you had that one ready i didn't and that, if, if we had a joke of the show i think you just won that was beautiful wow Jay, I think well, we had one, one more as well, in. didn't we? Didn't we have one more reply there or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we had a second one from here for the horse eggs on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> short and sweet, a library book return deposit slot. <laughs> I, I hope that's true, but I also really Me hope too. that's I, not true. 
I mean, I've read some shitty books from the library, but that was always figuratively. I, I, I did ask. I was curious. I said, what section do you figure they file that under? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Horse Egg said that uh, you'd have to refer to the Pui Decimal System. Hey, there you go. That's a nice one. I was chatting with one of our listeners. Uh, his name was at not Joey Greco. So I'm going to go out on a limb and assume his name is definitely not Joey Greco. <laughs> um, I, I, I was looking at his uh, story on Instagram and I saw a chart of the different types of millipede snakes. Oh, which Jesus. He, everybody knows I don't like snakes. I sent him a message being oh, like, oh, my life would have been better not seeing that. And he's like, he's like, He's like, ah, I'm very sorry about that. I'm actually one of those snake people you refer to. Then I think back to all the times <laughs> how I've described people that like snakes. Like, you fucking losers, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, I just joke with him. But uh, yeah, it turns out he's a snake scientist. So I uh, definitely uh, surprised he actually wants to talk to me after all the shit I talk. But uh, we had a good little chat, a good little laugh. So it's always nice to get these responses with the uh, the listeners. All right, here's 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 our question for next week, okay? Oh, lay uh, it on me, baby. All right, okay. You you have to combine three things to make the best stunt, and I want to hear an example. You have to combine a bodily fluid, an animal, oh, and crazy. an object. And and that's going to that's going to create the stunt. I want to hear your 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 choice for three of them, and I want you uh, to tell us uh, whether or not you're willing to participate. <laughs> I'll put up a little story on our Instagram with like the little box so people could actually just fill that in over there. Perfect. Mike, do you got one? Do you got an example? You want to answer the question of the week? Lead the charge? Sure. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to improvise a little stunt then. Why not? Uh the the uh the uh animal is going to be a uh it's it's going to be a squirrel. The object is going to be a nut. And the act. What, what did I say? The third thing was. What did I say? The third thing was. You said a bodily fluid, an animal, and an object. Okay, a bod- bodily fluid uh, is going to be shit. So I have to eat the nuts, shit them out, and uh, and and stay in the room as the squirrels come and harvest them from around me. How about that? There you go. Ooh, yeah, I got. Wow. I got a good one. That, that, that got like saw type shit there. <laughs> Actually, wait. So you're eating the nuts? Yes. But I'm barely chewing them because I want them to come out kind of, you know, <laughs> I want them to be kind of whole when they come out. Just eat right. peanuts. You have no problem with that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I thought this was going to go like into a Steve-O territory where now I'm going to eat the squirrel. I'm going to swallow the squirrel and puke it back up. Oh, um, but no. <laughs> How about this? I got an easy one for you. Uh, a shit-covered snake in Chris's bed. I mean, oh. that's perfect. That, that's that, I don't know how the shit got on there. It could have been from one of your uh, shotgun mic experiments, but uh, let's let's see how it gets. It there. would have freaked me out even more because I I would assume that somehow the snake was already in my asshole, and that would freak me out even more. <laughs> Some David Wait, Blaine so- shit. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, did that? Did this, how long was the snake living in there? <laughs> so okay, the snake's in there all day, and it it's it's been trained not to come out until you lay down in your bed at night. It just knows. Oh, he's, he's going down for a rest. I better come out now. And It's the fucking shit, shit snakes yeah. there, Randy. There you go. The fucking shit snakes. Send us your send us your answer. What what can you come up with? Uh, at JackassedPod. And uh, we'd love to hear it. Man, these questions. It's only been two episodes of questions, and they're already getting way out of hand and ridiculous. Uh, good luck to anybody who wants to come up with something for that. And uh, thank you for joining us. I think we got to make our way on out of here, but we will see you next week. We are getting very close to the end of season two. We have two episodes to go. Episode seven is next week. 
And I can hardly wait, boys, for episode six. That is it. I think it's time to say goodbye. So, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Sound Audio Production.